On this episode, we do it again. Gary Vay Nurchuk, and this is episode 202 of the Ask Gary V Show. I have some new kicks. Get in here, Stefan. Feeling pretty good about these. I'm going with the blue shirt along with it. India is here. And we are very focused on a 202 call-in show. We're bringing it right back. All of you hated on it. We made some adjustments. We think we've got something, India. Are you ready to get into the call-in Shut. Shut. No, 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 we weren't done yet. Oh. It's been, it's been like outsourced to robots, you know? It's like, this is the future. Oh, you got very upset about what happened in episode 200, huh? No, it's actually kind of nice. Or what, you're just so busy with the end? Yeah, like I just, I have so many meetings to schedule. <laughs> like it's kind of a relief. All right, let's do it one more time. Are you ready for the show? Very good. Andy? Andy, this is on you. Like, are you ready to take responsibility if this is glitchy, they didn't like the cadence, they didn't like the chop, we think we got it. ready to add operator to the resume. All right, operator, (laughs) let's do it. Episode 202 of the Ask Gary V Show Facebook Live, you are the backbone of the call-in and live episodes. 949-793-7611, call in the show. Um, And we'll get to the first call in one second, but if you are not following me on Facebook, Stefan, let's do a nice little edit here. Let Zach or Andrew design something, not like your font, like get something pretty here that says facebook.com slash Gary, please, and link those links up on YouTube and Facebook when we post it. Well, on Facebook, that's kind of weird. Anyway, on YouTube, make sure you're following because Facebook Live will be the backbone of me doing this show. Um, Oh, by the way, I have an idea. This is ad hoc, even though we're filming it, it'll be in the show. This is not really for the show, give me one second. Actually, you know what, black and white this out. You don't usually do that. Do that for me right now. Um, I think we should do a commercial. Something screwed up? You're in deep, deep trouble, right? I love it. So while you crash that out, while you panic, I'll tell, I'll tell these guys. Are you dead? Andy, fourth place. Yeah, it's spinning with death. Everything I can do, but if I go here, Force. So force quit. Force quit. Yeah. I, I love I it. Because right before uh, I was talking to the guy, yeah. he's like, hey, I just talked with the tech team. How many exactly do you think people are going to be calling in? I was like, a lot. It's going to be a lot of calls in a short amount of time. He's like, all right, and when's the day for the show? He's like, <laughs> he's like oh, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, so what's going to happen now? I'm going to quit. Okay. I'm going to stall here while you do this. Gonna... India, find a question. Um, Nah, so we're, we're, we're gonna go the old school way. Call it, we have a new number. No, no, we can't do the old school way. I think that thing was really working well. It's broken. We broke it. No, no, we didn't break it yet. You give up so easily. No, I, like I can't even. I can't even. Well, I can't. Sh- I, can't I have to shut down my computer. Let me show you how you do it. It's very easy. You go. Mm, you hold it. You hold it. Good. What's the problem? You're gonna lose stuff. I mean, cool. But then, all right. Well, what? We can still use the Google Voice number. But I don't want to. I want to use this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Google Voice works. Indy, you ask a question. You go figure, I'm not doing Google Voice. I want to use that thing. Is that the guy calling? Yeah. I love it. Good, good hustle. Way to watch. You keep doing your thing. We'll do our uh, thing. We 
you want to talk about what you would do if you were the CEO of Yahoo? Yeah, let's talk about it. What if you woke up and you were the CEO of Yahoo, how would you revitalize the company from Robert? Well, I mean, look, I think, uh, I think what I would do is truthfully a lot of M&A, mergers and acquisitions. I would go and look at the anchors and the musicallys and, and the, the after schools and the things that are emerging in the marketplace and realize that what I have is a business model that is cold or not working as well and not rolling. And what I, what I, so that's what I have an issue in. What I have an advantage in is that I have dollars and assets and money from Alibaba and other places that I can deploy. And so I think when your core business is not driving upward mobility in growth in your company, the thing you do is you leverage that asset to try to build up your future. And so my answer would be M&A. And I think to Marissa's credit, the current CEO, and I have a lot of respect for her and I think it was a tough gig that she jumped into, she went out and did that and bought Tumblr for a big nut. And you know, to me, in hindsight, if she would have been able to buy Instagram instead of Facebook buying it, though I'm sure Kevin wouldn't have sold to Yahoo the way he would have to Facebook. There was definitely, you know, other, you know, I do believe that when Marissa became the CEO, there was probably a moment there where she could have bought Snapchat for a billion or two, but then the question becomes when you buy these hot things on the way up, do they stop becoming those hot things once they go and get cashed out and there's not the same energy? And so, um, the, the other thing I would have thought about is hardware. I'm very obsessed right now with the notion of hardware. I think Facebook should absolutely, don't worry about the costs. Uh, I think that Facebook should absolutely make a television, for example. And so I think Yahoo could have made a television, could have made a, a Netflix competitor. I didn't like your reaction there, Eddie. Worry about the cost. Um, and so um, the, the, the biggest thing I would say to all of you to make this a little bit more relevant to so many that watch, why don't you focus on the following. If you're in a business that has a situation where it's not growing as well, you need to kind of disrupt yourself and try to make new revenue angles and try to do different things. If you stay the course and try to do incremental things that grow your business, that becomes a vulnerability. So if you're in a three to four year funk where your business is flat, you have to really change the business, not just do what you're doing a little bit better. For example, Wine Library, one thing I've always debated that if we capped out our growth in the wine stuff is to really build out Gourmet Library and become like a supermarket and sell cheese and gourmet meats and things of that nature. That's a big change than just doing wine selling a little bit better, doing a little bit better on the email service, adding a couple more selections or changing the pricing strategy on the core business. So if I was Yahoo CEO a year ago, um, and just trying to grow the business, not taking any of the Wall Street dynamics into play, which Marissa had to, I would have done very drastic things and hardware would have been at the forefront. I think phones are too hard. I think televisions are easier. And so what I would have done is I would have made a Yahoo television that was unbelievable, uh, would have bought a TV producing company, company that makes TVs, put Yahoo at the forefront of the brand and then build an over the top Netflix-like business and produce original content that would have driven into there. Because look, Amazon and Netflix are now making some of the best television in the world. That means anybody can. Facebook, Snapchat, anybody can. And that's what I've done. I would have probably then reached out to this guy named Gary Vee and had to give him a late night show. That would have worked. So, some of the things. Andy? Yep. You ready to go? Yep. Same number? Same number? Good. 949-793-7611. Here we go. All right. Call from unknown caller. To accept, press 1. To send a... Pedro. Yes. This is Gary Vaynerchuk. You're on the Ask Gary V Show, episode 202. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm good now. You're my, you're my man, my Jesus. What's <laughs> going on? I appreciate it, man. Pedro, what can I help you with? Where are you from and what's your question? So I'm from Portland, Oregon, 
Um, I'm the social media specialist of Motocorsa Ducati. Mm. Um, and my question is about live stream. Okay. So, as far as preparation for a live streaming, uh, if you're going to do Periscope or Snapchat, how much do you need to be uh, prepared for that? I, you know, I think that, uh, and thanks for the question, it makes a lot of sense. Obviously, when you're an entrepreneur or personal brand, I actually think the more ghetto, the better. You know, the more real. There's so many other platforms. Your Instagram photos, your Facebook posts, there's a lot of places to go polished. I actually think Livestream's big upside is actually just the real and the raw. And the lack of preparation is really attractive and has been the reason people loved reality TV and the reason they would love Periscope. Now, when you work at a big company like you and others, you need to be careful. There's something in the background. Is there, is there a document on the desk that people could see? You've got all these things that you have to worry yeah. about that big companies worry about. So you need some level of preparation, but I think that's awareness to what could happen versus actually prepping. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, perfect. Because most of our stuff, like pretty much all of our good stuff is on, on the fly, you know, it's just... Always, no man. Pedro, always. Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to the next call. I appreciate you watching, brother. I, I love you. Thank you for that. I mean, look, the bottom line is that people are always going to be more attracted to the authentic. There's an absolute place for the polished movies, you know, TV. Listen, I think YouTube's an incredible, look, we're doing Daily V Polished because I believe in the strategy. In a world where now I believe YouTube videos are gonna be very easily consumed on televisions all across America, I think it's a good strategy. You got a, phone, you got a call coming, Andy? How's it going? I had it and then right when... That's all right, here we go. Um, I think it's super important to recognize that real and authentic is just as uh, potentially uh, important as polished. And I think way too many creators and, uh, and, and videographers and people that make videos always overthink that. They don't understand that the, that the raw uh, can be just as good as the, the glossy. It's like fashion, India. Like a great suit's great, but a little bit of swag in the t-shirt's great too. Let's go to the next one. That's right. Call from unknown caller to accept. This is Gary Vaynerchuk. You're on episode 202 of the Ask Gary V Show. Who's calling and where are you from? Hello? Hello, Gary? Yes. Hey, what's up, Gary? This is Alex Schwartz. How are you doing, man? I'm doing super well, Alex. Where are you from? I'm from San Diego. Love it. Everybody's very lazy in San Diego. Don't you agree, Alex? Totally agree. It's a bunch of party people in Potthead. It's hard to do business here. I agree, man. You need to move to New York. I wish, but it's too cold for me. I'm originally from Brazil. So <laughs> Respect. Alex, what's your question? What can I answer for you? So, uh, I'm an IT consultant, and I'm kind of struggling on going to the next level of just being me, the IT consultant, to actually creating a business and a brand. Uh, unfortunately, I'm usually known as like the IT guy, yep. the, the PC guy, yep. and it sucks, but I don't care because I make good money. Yep. But how do I move from being the PC guy to actually having a business, a name, and grow, and... Well, what do you want the, what do you, what, Alex, what do you want the business to be? Like, what do you want to sell? It's IT consulting and IT support and IT management. Got it. You want your own gig and you want to build a personal brand so that clients then come to you and then you can build employees underneath you. At first you'll do your own work and then you'll get other people and you'll build a firm like I did with VaynerMedia, right? Correct. You've got to put, you've got to, go ahead. uh, I'm putting the work but it's just me and my name and I'm kind of struggling at making the the business. Yeah, because. I'm actually a business, 
me. Yeah, I get it. I mean, like the way you got to do that first of all is produce content, become bigger of a name, have pe- put out all your best advice, blog on Medium, put out Instagram tips, do white papers on SlideShare, do Facebook Lives, Periscopes, make content, make content, make content, show your expertise, have inbound business, and just like with VaynerMedia, people want to hire Gary Vaynerchuk, but Gary Vaynerchuk's not available. Like, it's VaynerMedia, but guess what? Gary Vaynerchuk was available in 2009, 10, 11, and 12, and then I made enough money to hire other people, and Gary Vaynerchuk wasn't available. So right now, don't stress about the semantics, whether they want you or your business. They, you, don't ha- you don't have the money or the need to hire a bunch of people yet. Create such demand that you take those dollars and hire people and then just tell new clients, it's my expertise delivered to my employees, but you don't need me to physically fix your PC. Got it? Got it. Now, real quick question. Uh, you always say that Facebook is doing much better for ads than Google Ads. Do you still believe that? Do you think I should, if I were to run some ads, do I should, should I go you should do, Facebook you should, and you should do, You should do both. I think Google search is great for the business you're in. I do think Facebook is better for content and branding. You should do both. But first start making a lot of content. I need you blogging on medium.com about your thoughts of PC and your thoughts on IT and your thoughts on tech in today's society over and over and over again. Content, content, content. Video, written form, audio, SoundCloud, Anchor, all of it. It's all about the content, Alex. Thank you, brother. Thanks for being on the show. Let's get on to the next call, Andy. I don't know if you've got it figured out yet, but I think, oh my God. <laughs> I just, I got, I'm, 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 I'm getting excited. Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, turn down your audio. How are you? Oh, we lost him. You didn't figure out the heck because Kyle gave up and hung up. Kyle. Kyle. Listen, Kyle's making your game look bad, Andy. India, actually I found a new thing for you. Oh, really? Yeah, good news. Computers have not to- taken over your life yet. So I'm cool with that too. No, I know you are. Um, but what's really cool is that we can, in these in-between moments where funny things like what's going on with Andy happens, we could do fun little banter and you could do little questions and things of that nature. It could oh, be a whole new little thing for us. It's like a whole new little it's thing for us. Like a mini show in the show. Cool, okay. Cool, yeah, I like it. Andy, what's going on? Yeah. Go ahead, Andy. I mean, we're live on the show right now. Oh, here we go. Give you a call once we're done, okay? Vancouver. Hello, this is Gary Vaynerchuk here on episode 202 of the Ask Gary V Show. Who's this and where are you from? Hi, Gary. This is Sylvia and I'm from Vancouver, Canada. Hey. How are you? Good. So I have a question for you and my question is, um, I'm breaking into the online market. I have made courses before, but I took some time away. And now I'm coming. Darn it, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It was just too choppy. She was breaking into online courses. I could hear it, but she was also breaking up. And I'm so sorry. I hate this. But I have to navigate the cadence and the flow of the show. And it was just too choppy. Andy, you can't, you can't figure out choppiness? I know. We're not doing it the way. We're not screening calls. And I think we should continue not to screen calls. I know a lot of you are like, screen calls and do this. I get it. But this is how we're going to do it. You know? That's just the way it's going to be. All right. Call from unknown caller. Hey, this is Gary Vaynerchuk. You're on Ask Gary V 202. Who's this and where are you from? And please turn down your computer or what have you. Hey. Hey. Hey, this is Cam. Cam, what's up, baby? Is this Cam Newman? I can't believe I, I got on. No, Cam Perry. I wish it was Cam Newman. <laughs> Cam, where are you from? Oklahoma City. Love it, brother. What can I help you with? 
Yeah, so I'm currently uh, working on a book, and I'm, like, interviewing different entrepreneurs. Like, what advice would you give to someone that's trying to uh, get a hold of, like, influencers and stuff like that? Twitter, 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 Twitter. Period. Twitter. No LinkedIn, no cold emailing. It's not going to work. Go figure out the 500 people you want to interview. Go see what they're tweeting about. Whatever. If you want to interview Cam Newton, go look at Cam Newton's last 10 tweets. Try to jump on the last thing he's talking about and add value to the conversation. Say like, yeah, or disagree, or no way, or whatever you want to go with it. Create some context. and So don't ask for the interview right away. Get into a little banter. Build up a little rapport. This takes a lot of work, Cam. This is five, seven, ten hours a day, every day for a month. But you get, then you go in for the ask. You get a little context with those people. You ask them to interview them. They've been talking to you about sports or wine or candy or sailing or surfing or, or, or raising children over the last month. Now they got a little context for Cam on Twitter. And then Cam goes in for the ask. And one out of every 80 of those unbelievable people will say yes. So if you think about 80 people getting one to say yes, and you needing 20 people, that's an unbelievable amount of people that you need in your ecosystem, right? Then you're talking about 1,600 people that you're hitting up, which is gonna take you months, but it's putting in the work and that's how you'll actually get them. Got it? Yeah, appreciate it. No worries, brother. Cam from Oklahoma City, let's go to the next one. Call from. Roberto, this is Gary Vaynerchuk from the Ask Gary V Show, episode 202. Roberto Blake, a big fan, always supporting me. I appreciate you, I'm glad you're on. How you doing? Yeah, hey, I appreciate it, man. I missed you at Big South yesterday. Well, but, um, I wanted to ask like a super important question about a business decision I'm trying to make. Let's do it. You're the person who can answer. For well, me. here we are, episode so, 202 of the Ask Gary Vee Show, coming through in the clutch. Right on. Okay, so I am working on a YouTube video SEO video guide to help some of my audience who are struggling with this. And a lot of my friends are giving me advice that I should pre-sell it. Okay. I feel a little awkward about selling something that I haven't made because I feel awkward about I want to just deliver on something, deliver the value. And I feel like why should I sell it if I haven't made it yet? Uh, you know what? what are your thoughts on that? I think, look, a lot of people that watch me and hear me and feel like they know where I'm going to go with this answer may be confused by this. I'm very comfortable with you pre-selling it as long as you feel like you're actually going to deliver on it. If you feel like it's actually going to happen and you're not taking people's money, like I think pre-selling something and then not delivering in two ways. One, not delivering and like being a criminal and stealing people's money. I don't think you're going to do that. And I actually think it's unacceptable to also even return the money because you're not a goddamn bank and it would have been much better for them to have it in their bank account than you. So you just have to 100% make sure you're going to actually deliver. And the big vulnerability, because I know you a little bit and I know you'll deliver on that too. The problem is if you lose energy or some other amazing opportunity happens tomorrow, right? If I email you tomorrow and say, I want you to be the new official co-host of the Ask Gary Vee show with me, but you have to work 10 hours a day when we're not filming, doing X, Y, and Z, but you've gotta go deliver on this guide, what's gonna happen, Roberto, is you're gonna bullshit the guide over the next month or two because you're not gonna have time and it's not gonna be the thing that you actually thought it was gonna be because you'd still be, you know, finish your word and so the vulnerability of pre-selling is not delivering to the capability that you have set in your mind because you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Got it? Got it, that is exactly what my concerns were and you really were really good at you know, figuring that out and yeah, you do know me a little bit, so that was perfect. Thanks so much. You got it, brother. Thanks for watching the show. I know what I need to do now. Good, brother. Take care. All right. Changing lives. Andy K on episode 202. See what I did there? The mouth was the, was the zero. The mouth. D-Rock, the mouth. Um, 
So, uh, actually, you know what? I've got to find a good cadence in between these calls while Andy struggles and makes episodes awkward. This would probably be, you know what we could actually do? We could do little quick little topics, quick hits. Quick hits. Like the, the player that got hacked yesterday right before he got drafted. Yeah. I like how people were confused and thought that he posted that. Yeah. Like, like people were like, yeah, hacked. I'm like, yes, hacked. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, hacked. Like being cynical of somebody getting hacked is when you say something racist or inappropriate or, and then you're like, no, no, I didn't do that. My, you know, Andy, you can send a call at any time. No, I didn't do that. My intern, oh, nice job, Andy. My intern did that. You don't, you don't get hacked when you post something that costs you $8 million in 40 minutes. Silly. Hey, this is Gary Vaynerchuk and this is Ask Gary V, episode 202. What's your name and where are you from? Hey, this is Calvin Wayman from the San Diego event, social media marketing world. Hey, Calvin, how are you? Doing well, brother. Good. What hey, can my question yeah. is? My question is, after you have come off of this super successful book number four launch, at what point do you now set your sights on book number five? That's a great the question. And why are you asking that? Because I think that's the more interesting part of this question for me. Well, but I'm just interested in like the minds of successful people once they Got it. how long they bask yeah. in their own success yeah. and when they go to the next thing. Cool. Well, that's a great question, Calvin. I would tell you, and these guys can say this, especially when they all kind of like maybe India really, who is in the Vayner world more than the rest of the gang. Calvin, I'll tell you, it was crazy what happened inside my body when you said basked in the success. Like I have zero capability of basking in the success. And I wish the camera was 360 right now because all of my team, except for Andy, who's worried about screwing up the show, the three of the rest of them were all shaking their head because they know way more than anybody that's watching right now that there wasn't even a remote moment, not a celebration. We didn't have a dinner. We didn't get yeah, together. You, you, you suck at celebration. I suck at celebration, man. I don't have my sets. My eyes set on five right now. I've got my eyes set on making VaynerMedia huge, building more businesses, making smart investments, helping my investments build their businesses, getting credibility as a great businessman while I'm out of Gary V mode for a little bit, putting out good content continuously, upping my game in my distribution of my content. Um, so there's no book five, but what I'll tell you, and Calvin, thanks for calling, what I'll tell you is that um, I am always, always, on to the next thing and never, I mean, as a matter of fact, I would actually argue that this is a slight vulnerability of mine. I actually think it would have probably been smart to have a dinner with all of us, especially Andy and Alex and like, you know, all of us really, to just be like, hey, that was a nice launch. No, we don't have that. As a matter of fact, let's make it really intense. Today is AJ's last day at VaynerMedia. I was at a business meeting at a breakfast spot this morning with a client. I looked over and AJ was there with Yudkin and Nate and Tyler and everybody was celebrating AJ's, Tyler, get in here real quick. This is perfect timing. Watch that. Why wasn't I invited to AJ's celebration breakfast this morning? Because you were Okay, great. Get out of here. And so like, I mean, what's, what's, got it. And so what's really interesting about that is like, there wasn't even consideration. Tyler, AJ's former assistant, my current teammate with India, assistant, like, like there wasn't even consider. think about this. This is my co-founder, bro, little brother's last day at Vayner. They have a simple, this wasn't a, a, a one week trip. This was a simple 90 minute send off breakfast and we didn't even consider for me to be a part of it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's funny, we don't celebrate, 
the, and, and, and it's a celebration by the way. It's not like a sad thing. Like, it's, and I'll be with AJ tonight which is great, second day of the draft. But like, even when we sold a piece of the business, like we forced ourselves, like a year later we went to like uh, Atlantis in the Bahamas. We thought we were gonna really celebrate but we just became degenerates and gambled for like 39 straight hours and even like, <laughs> barely even talked. About, like, it was the, I'm just not good at celebrating Calvin. Um, and, um, and, and by the way, I'm not so sold that that's a good idea. As a matter of fact, I guarantee that you'll see a blog post from me, whether it's on Medium or whatever it is of the day, six years from now, of finding celebration. That's what it's gonna be called. Finding celebration. And it will talk about me not being happy that I was so extreme to the non-celebrating aspects of business. I think you should celebrate the good things in life. I think it is a miss on the way that I navigate the world. It still doesn't come natural to me. It still isn't, even though I know this, I'm trying to sell myself right now, but I still can't get there and I'm always following this over this. This says celebrate. This, that's heart and gut. This is still not saying celebrate and so I can't celebrate. And honestly, if this never says celebrate and I take last breath and I think about it for a second, I won't regret it because I always listen to this. But this understands that it's, not necessarily the best move and I think it would have been really nice if we all had a nice dinner and said, talked war stories, oh remember that time the person canceled the order at the end, ah ha ha ha. <laughs> you got one or no? Yeah. Where is it? You need to reset? Not reset, but I got it. Oh. Alright, cool. What are they saying? They're loving it. They're loving it? Yeah. Alright, good. They want you to call. Call from unknown caller. Hey, this is Gary Vaynerchuk and you're on the Ask Gary V Show, episode 202. What's your name and where are you from? Daniel from uh, Miami, Florida. How are you? I'm great, Daniel. Passover. Thank you, brother. You too. Thanks for being on the show. I'm I'm always on the show virtually. Um, So, I'm not in tech. I'm actually a a songwriter. I'm releasing an album um, and I'm trying to avoid... um, you know, spending money in ways like uh, hiring publicists and yes. so forth. I'm yes. trying to really uh, ramp up my social side. Um, what I've been doing is I've invested in several giveaway items to try and, you know, accumulate a street team, which has worked. And I was just calling to find out if you had any additional ideas because you will hear about me uh, sooner or later. Um, because uh, this record will will get hurt, but I just good for you, know, man. Wanted to ask your opinion. Well, thanks, Daniel. And I'll give you some um, opinions, and I'll even throw out something that we'll give you if you want. And you might have noticed in the last Daily V, we uh, featured Ron Gilmore Jr.'s uh, music. If you want to reach out to D Rock and talk about some of your music, if you want to have some of your music featured in an upcoming Daily V, uh, I'm not sure what kind of music it is or what. You know, D Rock and Andy's ears are for that kind of stuff. Arabic rap, Arabic rap. Great, I think it'd be really cool. (laughs) Got it. Uh, The craziest part was I was actually fucking pumped. I was like, yes, Arabic rap. I know exactly the kind of intense scene. Anyway, one, I'd love to offer you that because I'm a fan of the show. We'd love to give you some exposure, so speak to them. Let's see if that's a fit. Here's my big plug. Influencers, influencers, influencers. I think you took a very smart tactic of street teams. I think books and albums, when they do that, do quite well. I think the biggest arbitrage for attention at the lowest possible cost right now are influencers. If you can get people to do skits or other things on Instagram with your music, I think you would crush. And so I think if you spend two hours a day just reaching out to people based on hashtags on Instagram. So you go to Instagram, you search hashtags, 
and then you engage with people that are putting out stuff around thematics of either the names of the songs or the genre of the music or things of that nature, I think that you could really have a major impact by getting some influencers on board to give you some awareness and exposure to your music. What about TweetDeck? Do you think I should continue doing that? Because I am engaging with people through, yeah. through hashtags. I'm, I'm a, yes, but I think Instagram is a better push platform than Twitter, which is why I'm pushing you that way. I would also document the journey of releasing an album. I would write at least two to four articles of the journey of releasing an album on medium.com because their editors there pick some articles and they populate them to the top and I think there could be some real opportunity for you there as well. I would also reach out to places like HuffPo, Forbes, Business Insider, cold, send them an email and say would you like me to write a piece original for you on one musician's point of view on releasing an album in 2016, 2017. All of them are always looking for content. I believe that's a very inexpensive, quick way for you to get exposure to a crowd that might be reading for business or other things, but all everyone loves music and you're getting awareness. Got it? Got it, totally. Um, how can I get in touch with DRock regarding... It's DRock, yep, DRock, D-R-O-C-K at VaynerMedia.com. Okay, and would it be okay if I send you a signed copy of my album and maybe a poster? That would be amazing. Work with D-Rock, he'll figure everything out. And I wish you well, Daniel. Thanks for listening and watching. Thanks, brother. Awesome, good show. I think we got better. We made a quantum leap from 200 to 202, but that's actually up to you. That's the question of the day. We need feedback as we go into this new frontier. So please leave your two cents on the show. You keep asking questions, especially if you call, and I'll keep answering them.